Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 242, for real this time. Yes, for real this week. And yes, in week 242, I'm Aaron Mack. And this is hashtag Verse TV. I don't know why I just saw that on my timeline. That that was. We do. We put women out there so much. It is such a hetero male dominated society. Sorry, it is. But like on my timeline, as I was flipping through the thing, I saw this woman who was adjusting her bra all half naked. And I'm like, it was advertising bras, but I'm like, really? Does it have to be all of that? And I'm a man with man boobs. <laughs> I'm a man with size A uh, batteries. Anyway, but uh, double, <laughs> double A. Anyway, let, let me stop. The question is, do you consider yourself spontaneous or a planner? Ooh, that's tough. I like to take the time to plan my spontaneity. And honestly, that's kind of a, a real answer to an extent. But I, I do like planning things. I do. But something, as I learned in my 20s, the best laid plans of men sometimes the best laid plans of mice and men sometimes go awry. And I my mom taught me that, but I learned it truly in my twenties. Because I can't tell you how many times I'm an Eagle Scout, right? I have tried to set up a camping trip with friends for years, years as an adult to like have the nostalgia of you know w when i was when i was a kid back in the day when i was young i'm not a kid anymore but some days i sit and wish i was a kid again <laughs> yeah i did well anyway but yes i th there are so many times that i planned so many trips and they it just always seems to fall through and it's like okay i i get it at the end of the day and this is a fact that I learned also in my 20s, got a lot of learning in my 20s, how the amount that you enjoy a trip is not so much based on what's there, where you're going, as it is with whom you're going, what people you are going to enjoy it with you know i and one prime example that i always give and i'll close on this i one time so i was born in new york city right and then i spent the first part of my childhood in upstate new york we get that right nevertheless as an adult the first time that I came back to New York with just a group of friends to hang like we had so much fun I was like oh my gosh New York City is always so much fun absolutely all they do in New York City is just have fun and then I 
went back another time with my singing group, yes, and <laughs> suffice it to say, it wasn't that much fun. It, it was not as much fun, but it taught me a valuable lesson because I, I was thinking like, yeah, I need to move back to New York City and that's where everything is happening and that's where everything is just so much fun, so wonderful all the time. And that's when I learned that second adulthood trip to New York with my friends and my singing group, I was like, oh, so it's not really just New York that makes New York fun as it is with whom you are with. Because we did a whole lot of the same things. I mean, we were just about equally as homosexual as the first group that I went with, you know? So we did all the, uh, the gay things. We went to the village, we, we went on Christopher Street, and we went to, the, what, what is it called there? The pier or, or whatever. We did all of that stuff both times. But the first time it was super duper fun. The second time it was, oh, it, it kind of just feels like a regular day. Okay. Anyway, all of that to say, as far as feeling the need to move, to have fun where you are, Acknowledge that, I don't know why it's this lean back, some lean, terror squad lean back, anyway. But yes, it's more about the friends and the people around you. Now I will say this, so I'm not ending with that, I'm ending with this. There's a possibility that you just don't have quality connections where you are, and perhaps, not necessarily, but perhaps you'll coincidentally move and coincidentally push yourself to feel that these people out here are different, even though everyone everywhere is just people, you know, but these people out here are different in this different city. So, this friendship is different, so I, I need to value this more than I did in my old city. And maybe that'll work, and maybe you'll get that marvelous connection. So to answer the question closing, yes, I, I am more of a planner. I, I've been so disappointed in times past with my planning that I accept that it is what it is. Anyway, yes, I, I like to plan trips and plan for spontaneity. Anyway, so my song this week, my older song this week, and it's not oldish, it is older, it is, it's 1979's Just Us by Two Tons of Fun, aka later known as The Weather Girls with it's a raining man, hallelujah. Anyway, but yes, so 
That song, Just Us, was off of their then self-titled debut album, Two Tons of Fun. And debut EP, but we'll dig into that. How many minutes? Yeah, okay. Short album. But 79, you know, that was the time of eight tracks and such. And as a kid, I loved this song. And it's like stuff like that probably made it much more than ob much more than simply obvious to my mom that she had a gay son, you know, because I was like, I love this song, Just Us by Two Tons of Fun. I love it, you know, and my mom explained to me that, you know, okay, well, yeah, th th those are the women that first they were called two tons of fun because they were both large women who sang their butts off, but it was seen as not very nice to call them two tons of fun. So that's when they subsequently had the hit, It's Rain and Men, and changed the name to The Weather Girls. Anyway. One thing that I really wanted to say that I find interesting is back in the day, yes, e, um, eight tracks were the thing. And it's amazing how cyclical things are. It's like eight tracks were the thing. And then technology got us to the point that we were able to have more tracks on a tape, cassette tape, and then CDs came out. And we had even more tracks with that. And then the magic of the internet became the big thing with MP3s that the music industry was fighting Napster on. Like, these artists need money from the albums that you download for free on Napster. And at the end of the day, TVT, TV8s, it was the record companies that make the money. Because we remember when TLC spoke about how they were bankrupt and how they were like, yeah, on each album sale, we went quadruple platinum, but we made as a group 50 cents for every album sold. And then we split that. Be not only between us, but between our teams that are depending on us for their payment. Anyway, but yeah. And the rec uh, music industry sort of hit a peak at, as far as MP3s and digital music, digital albums sort of hit a peak, in my opinion. A few years ago, Chris Brown released a CD with 40 songs on it. And no, 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 see, I'm showing my age, calling it a CD, but released an album, a project, no, not a record album, but a collection of songs with 40 songs on it. It's like, wow. And it seems after that, we started making the move to, you know what, we don't need to put so many songs on an album because people don't really listen to that many songs. And now we started moving back to EPs and smaller. You know, speaking of EPs, segue, segue. My EPs are out on SoundCloud. Aaron Mack, A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K. Check them out. 
check them out. Remember that? I used to love their podcast. I love y'all podcast. But um, yeah, check them out. Aaron MCK. It's on SoundCloud. A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K. They're both on SoundCloud. First album's entitled Patience is a Virtue. F- first EP. The second EP is entitled, I don't know why I keep thinking about smiles, but it's called Selfie No Filter. And they're both available for you to listen to now. So do listen to it, please, and thank you. Now, I will say this, and I'll kind of talk through this a little bit, possibly, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. See, Jewett. That's how you say it in Kiswahili. Dio. Mm. Nakupenda sana, nakupenda. Nobody knows what I'm saying, but I'm saying it in Swahili. So anybody who understands Swahili, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yes for him. Nakupenda sana. Mimi. Mimi. Anyway, okay, okay, oh my gosh. Okay, that's too, that's too much. Anyway, all right. Are we ready to get this show on the road? Yes. So hopefully I have enough time to do this thing. If not, then we'll find out the hard... It's a shame you had to learn the hard way. Oh, yes. Download my EP. Yes. Also, I, I will say, I listened to Brandy's entire uh, Christmas album yesterday, and it's actually really nice. It is. So, check it out. And, yeah. Happy holidays, everyone. Sh- like, share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you very much. And... True, two, four, two. <laughs> Hashtag relationship reasonability at Jimmy underscore on underscore relationships. Hashtag first CV 242A. So we've been hanging out for like two months now. Yeah. Which has been great. You know, texting all the time, seeing each other almost every day. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to date anyone else. And I was just wondering if you were ready to officially say we're a couple. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I don't think we need to put like a label on it, you know? Oh, I mean, we're having such a good time together, you know, like, let's not ruin that. Do you have like a timeline on when you would feel comfortable being exclusive? Uh, not really. I just like to see where things take us, you know? Okay. So I'll see you back at my place tonight. Um, no, unfortunately I, I won't be able to continue seeing you anymore. What? Why? Because I'm looking for someone to have a committed relationship with. We see each other all the time. You know I like you. Why are you pressuring me like this? I'm not trying to pressure you. I'm trying to allow you to live your life however you want to. And while this is still really sad for me, I need to honor and respect my standards and needs as well. So you're going to break up with me over something stupid like a label? Well, uh, it's not stupid to me. And I can't break up with you because you literally just told me we're not together. As for that, the one of the text in that video, the title was Situationships. So, yes. And I also want to say situations like that situationship that was acknowledged are not only 
stuff that heterosexuals deal with, nor stuff that just women deal with. Men deal with it as well. Hetero men, gay men, we all deal with it. It's a human issue that, that people have. And I wanted to say as far yeah, as far as him talking about uh I'd like us to uh take our time, you know, and just see where things go, see how things go. I've heard that a billion times myself and of the billion times, it doesn't go anywhere. So FYI, but you, you know what? I, that's just coincidentally how it was with me, but I, I'm just saying, oh, well. And I love the fact that she was like, hey, do, do we have a timeline for this stuff? He's like, no, I just wanted to grow organically. He, he didn't say grow organically, but him saying taking time and letting things progress naturally, reminded me of a particular time that I had such an encounter, actually somewhat recently. And the way that is, because uh, he was like, you know, and I think he actually used the word organic. And I was like, really? He's like, I just, the way that I work is I prefer things to just grow organically and just see where things go after all these years. Anyway, anyway, but I get it. I get it. You know, I don't want to say I'm not a prize. I, I, I get it. I get it. Anyway, w without uh, further um, downplaying myself even more, I will say that I thought it was su super cool. Oh, I loved when she was, when he said, so yeah, I'll see you at my house later. And she was like, no, because that reminded me of the dude that I said, he wasn't really into me because he didn't feel I looked like my photo. I didn't know. I couldn't help it. I guess I took some really good photos at the mall. And he was like, you look nothing like your photo in reality. And I was like, uh. And it was an awful first and only date. But I remember at the end of the date, he, like the guy in that video, was like, all right, so... um." Do you want to come upstairs and suck my dick or do you want me to take you to, to the bus stop? And that's exactly what he was asking her. That's what he was asking her. So I connect to that because both of us, darn it, we left with our pride. We didn't leave with a man and that's okay. That's okay. Maybe it wasn't meant for us to have a man at that time, but we left with our self-respect, darn it, because we both declined that offer. He said, you want to meet me back at my house later? You want to come upstairs and suck my dick? Mm-mm. No, thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> no. And no men then, but, yeah, but for the best. Yeah, I, I think 
well, not I think I am aware how now in my 40, I'm 40, I'm 40, 40 years old. And oh, I also wanted to comment on the fact that he chose not to use a higher voice to be a woman, to play the role of a woman, which he could have done, but he didn't. And I connected that with the time that I auditioned back in the day when I was doing auditions. And I think this was like a commercial in DC or whatever. And um, I auditioned for it. And, and I'm not gonna lie, they loved me when I did the camera thing. The on, on camp, like, like it starts off and that's, it was something like that. It started off auditioning us on camera to see how we are on camera. And they wanted me to answer some questions or whatever. And I was just bubbly enough and all of that. And it was fantastic. And the person who auditioned me for that part of it was like, wow, Aaron, you are exceptional. Go on to the next round. And it was at the next round that I, uh, Aaron, you suck. And put the effing in front of it. You effing suck. <laughs> and I, I, I had to leave with my, uh, actually, I wasn't able to leave with my pride nor my self-respect after that. But they did not see it for me the second round. And in acting, I think I've learned a little bit about acting and I can do a better job now than I did back then. But now, at that time, I, I remember they just were not impressed with my line reading, the sample that I read. And they were like, okay, 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 well, forget it. Um, can, can you play, and they actually have me play a different character and I didn't do a good job with that either. And then they were like, okay, well, how would you play them as an old man? And once again, I did the exact same delivery of my lines. I just changed my voice to <laughs> do this for an old man. And they, were, they, they told me, and this brings me to my point, they told me like, no, old men don't have to necessarily have a change in voice like that. They're just older, you know? And then I thought about it and I was like, yeah, you know, my granddad doesn't talk like that. I don't know why that was my stereotypical uh, expectation of an old man voice, you know, sounding like an old crotchety whatever. And I was like, my granddad doesn't talk like that, but why did I? Anyway, so yes him playing a, a, a man and a woman, he didn't have to change the voice pitch of the woman because there are women with high voices, there are women with low voices. I remember, uh, I have so many side tangents. Phyllis Hyman talking about how, I love Phyllis Hyman. She's like, men don't care for my, voice and my vocal range. They prefer women to 
be soft-spoken and speak with a much higher voice than I naturally speak with. They prefer women who speak way up here and not down like my voice, but I am not doing that. And I remember like even my mom would speak, she would definitely use the higher range of her voice when she would speak. You know, she'd be like, hi, yes, how are you? Okay, you know. But Phyllis Hyman was like, I'm not doing that. I am not. And okay, you know, some people do, some people don't. It is what it is. How long are we? I, okay. The hashtag verse TV yes or no question is, before that, my statement of final thoughting is dating for love can be complex. I dislike dating. I don't want to. And I am glad I'm off the market. Yes. Uh, never, never. Never again, that's what I said to myself. I... Uh, anyway, the hashtag verse TV family, yes or no question. When you tell someone that you want to take your time and grow organically, is it a stall tactic because you're simply unsure? And my answer is, hmm. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I write these answers well before the show and re reading them, it's like, oh, that is what I said. Okay. My answer is yes. And it could be fully valid, but note. Okay. Yes, at, at the times that I might have said, let's grow organically, it is a stall tactic. But do acknowledge, because it's been, not only have I done it, but it's been done to me. And just like that song, this is one of my favorite songs ever by Regina Bell, Show Me The Way. Second verse, she starts with, I've been used and I've been good at using. Yes, I've been told that I want things to grow organically. And yes, also, I've told people that I want things to grow organically. It is and can be a stall tactic just to be like, well, let me see if I really like you like that. Yeah. Just acknowledge that there's a possibility, possibility that the other person might move on before you've had your time to grow organically. It's just, sometimes it's like that. Anyway, hashtag Verse TV family question comments. Are we ready for the next topic? For which I request that you like, share, subscribe, share again, and don't forget to click like. Yes. Hashtag HazorTV242 at J. Jake Jones. Hashtag FirstTV242B. I didn't realize I had so much time. Yeah.
I love that when the check came, you went directly to the bathroom. I can't believe you bought dinner tonight. It's so sweet. Yeah, I can't believe that you sent your meal back because it had red sauce. <laughs> Who knew that was on spaghetti? You're really easy to talk to. I didn't say anything. Should we do a soft launch? I would literally rather die. I love this song. <laughs> Wait, should I FaceTime my mom? Absolutely not. Isn't doors unlocked on their own? No, I literally just pushed it. Oh, I don't want the night to end. You don't? It's getting late. <laughs> uh, do you want to come in? Get out. Get out of the car. Yeah. Wow. So, hey, Short TV, it's a quick one. Of course, I had that same experience where a dude went to the bathroom when it was time to pay the check. See, I've been on both sides of that fence because I have had that experience where a dude, we ordered the check and he was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. We were at IHOP, IHOP, you know, all of that to say, it, it, it's not like it was a, an ex insanely expensive restaurant or anything. We were at IHOP. And we, we ordered, we got the check, and he was like, okay, I've got to go to the bathroom. And me not realizing that he was playing a game, I was just sitting there and I waited for a very long time. And I was just like, okay, well, maybe he's having trouble in the bathroom. I don't want him to miss his opportunity to do the right thing and pay for his part of the meal. So I'll just wait, I'll wait. And eventually I decided, you know what? I'll go ahead and pay for both of our meals because he is so beautiful that, and I don't want to give him the beautiful thing as what made me do it, but I was like, this this evening is going right. So outside of him just missing, coming back in time for the check, things happen. And I'm sure I'll see him again. I never saw him again, never. But that also reminded me when he was like, red sauce, who knew that was on spaghetti? You know, that, again, I've been on both sides. That reminded me of a time that I went out with a group of friends to Hula Hands in Baltimore. I don't know if anybody knows Hula Hands, but when, when I was younger, in my 20s, we went to Hula Hands. And um, what I ordered a pizza, the prosciutto pizza. And at that time, I was very strongly not eating meat. So I was like, yes, thank you. Can I have the um, prosciutto pizza? with no meat i don't eat meat i'm sorry and the waiter being an a-hole but i don't want to say i deserved it but okay he was like okay and 
as he was reciting everyone's order, he was like, and you want the uh, prosciutto pizza with no prosciutto. And I was, you know what? And I just said that, and maybe he's not an a-hole because of it, because I guess that sounds reasonable to say, but I ordered the prosciutto pizza with no prosciutto because I didn't realize prosciutto is meat. Anyway, not only is it meat, I think it's pork, but um, anyway, my last thing was when he was holding up for the kiss and the guy mushed his face like that, it reminded me of a dude that I dated. Everything reminds me of a dude that I dated, but a dude that I went out on a date with. And I remember he didn't do that to my face, but what he did toward the end of our date while we were just sitting in his parking lot, apartment parking lot, waiting, and he was waiting for it to end, I guess, apparently. He was like, okay, okay. The moment that you've been waiting for, you want a kiss. I know you want me to kiss you, so we can do that. And I remember I was like, no, no, no. Not under those conditions. Because again, just like other situations, it took me a while to get that he's just not that into me. But when I got that and realized that, oh, he's just not that into me. He's not gonna offer me a kiss under those conditions because I just said no and we ended the day. And yeah, I, I do also ask what type of people would be like, feel that offering their physical interaction is such a prize. Like, who are the type of people who do that? And I do acknowledge that in my 20s, dating in my 20s, one of the dudes that I did date actually um, went on to do porn. And not went on to do porn, but he's he did a few porns. And I was like, huh. Who knew? But, you, you, you know, there are people who have done porn and do work their way out of it and manage to find a path. I guess, as with anything, the key is to not give up. And here we go, topic. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complex Today. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Reset. Two, two, four, two. <laughs>